0: After 19 years in the U.S., Liddell Mo has recently returned to live in South Africa. While originally from Durban, Liddell Moe explains what has inspired her concrete and steel sculptures.
1: I'm originally from South Africa. I was born and raised in Durban, and that's the home that I grew up in. But it's not necessarily the home that became the part of the narratives that I grew up with. My maternal grandmother was French Mauritian and my paternal grandmother was from the Shetland Isles and my dad was born in Cairo. And so it was a very rich texture of family histories growing up. So that's a, quite an interesting differentiation that Tumelo and Tobias talked about at the beginning is, is or maybe we were talking about it before, is where is home? Is it, is it where your feet are or is it a place in your heart and in, in your head? And so, or a combination of the above... So I guess my work grapples with trying to slow down and come to terms with trying to be in a place, trying to make sense of that place. I went to college in South Africa, in Durban, South Africa in the late 80s, early 90s, which is a really particular moment in South African history as the apartheid government was changing a lot of, uh, overtly and covertly, negotiations were underway, but a state of emergency was was a really thick and intense political change. And so not only overt knowledge of things, but direct experience and, and very indirect trauma on the country was context that I went off to college in, out of a, a neat and tidy suburb. And so art and the role of art... And where did it fit in, and how does this narrative fit in, and how do we find our places within these very contested landscapes was on the agenda, to say the least. And it's really interesting to return to South Africa. I now live back in Cape Town after living in the United States for 20 years, and it's an amazing place to to be back in, and yet there's 20 years of my adult life that I lived in the United States. So I hope I'm making chronological sense there, but I went to college in the early 90s, and I have worked with concrete ever since then, since 1992 until now. I have a fascination with concrete. I always have a fascination with graveyard statuary. With this impulse that when you lose something, there's this there's this immediate desire to to put a placeholder in that place. That impulse to make permanent what is otherwise the impermanence of our lives and the people that we get to know is at the core of my work. That personal quest has. Political resonances that come out of it that i'm conscious of and and as a critical artistic thinker, tap into, especially in this body of work. the critique of the hero, the critique of the monument, and the critique of the illusion of permanence and the illusion of stability of any kind of ideology is at the core of the questions that are asked in, in the large pieces. the smaller pieces that make up congregation is a is a process that deals with being in a place, taking time to be in that place, taking the dirt from that place, the dirt, the sand, and the soil from that place. And when I've done that in different regions, especially in South Africa, the act of digging around in the dirt and taking that piece of land brings up for me this issue of who am I to take this and who owned it and who says that they own it and who does it belong to and those questions. So I see the work as allowing me to be in the world, to slow down in the world, and to also tap into trying to make concrete what otherwise is not concrete. So it's um, a paradoxical endeavor.
0: Please press 3 and the pound key to listen to Dominican artist Tony Capayan describe how the ocean has inspired his artwork.